0: Travel, Truth and Lies Unmasked Written by Martin Lindstrom Read by Alan Medcroft Chapter 9 A New Chapter In June 2020, just as the world had familiarised itself with the fact that corona is more than a beer with a lime, a new study revealed that yet another virus had been detected. This one was a strain of the swine flu with, as yet a less-than-sexy name, G4EAH1N1. The virus, common on China's pig farms, has now demonstrated its unnerving ability to spread to humans. G4 viruses have all the essential hallmarks of a candidate pandemic virus, says the study published in Proceedings of the National Academy of Sciences. I'm sure you are with me in wishing the prompt death of COVID-19, literally speaking. We aren't sure when we'll be able to say we've seen the last of COVID-19, and yet another lovely virus family member may already be waiting for its turn in the global limelight. Its potential for disrupting our lifestyle, the way we eat, entertain and travel, is frighteningly high. But, as scary as this sounds, The health risks we face while travelling are a far cry from the age of sail when seafarers like Magellan and Cook conquered the world's oceans, discovered the Americas and Australia, and brought immense wealth and knowledge to Europe. These travels came at a high price. It was taken for granted that half of all sailors who embarked on long voyages would die of scurvy. Long-distance travel was considered one of the most dangerous missions one could possibly pursue. In the 1750s, a Royal Navy surgeon proved that the vaccine for this terrible ailment, which ravaged both body and mind, was a simple dose of vitamin C. The British Navy eventually began putting lime juice in its sailors' daily ration of grog. Scurvy vanished, and the British sailor gained a nickname, Limey, that he still goes by today. I remember the Good old days when my travel experiences were dominated by discussions with TSA officers about the threat to world order posed by my dangerously oversized deodorant. Ironically, now I miss those conversations. While interviewing one expert after another, I've been naively hoping that I'd stumble onto one person, just one, who could reveal a magical way of returning travel to those good old days. They all have the same answer. We'll get there. But it's likely going to take years. We're waiting for Boeing to introduce its clean lavatory concept, an onboard UV light system technology capable of sanitising lavatories or even entire planes in a flash and allowing passengers to touch even the naughtiest places on a plane without the slightest risk. Or how about the widespread adoption of self-cleaning materials on all scanning equipment, carpets, trays, tables and even walls in security? Allowing you, if such was your inclination, to picnic on top of the conveyor belt without a free pass to a nearby hospital. I was consistently told, yes, those technologies exist, but don't count on seeing them in operation in the real world for quite a few years. There are, of course, certain odd pioneers out there. For instance, immediately after the avian flu ravaged the region, Hong Kong Airport introduced automated temperature control for all incoming and transit passengers and, as a sort of sequel, recently introduced 40-second self-disinfection facilities. Looking and functioning like a one-man sauna on wheels... They'll sterilise your entire body as soon as you've passed through your security screening. They've also introduced intelligent sterilisation robots, which use UV ray light and liquid agents to deep-clean public bathrooms in less than 10 minutes. These technologies, along with touch-free check-in kiosks and instant virus assessments, are all likely to play an instrumental role in how air travel takes shape in the future. But for now, and most likely for the next year to come, the air travel adaptations you notice are not going to remind you of a sci-fi movie like Minority Report. Let me get to my point. Travel will never be the same again. We'll never again travel like we did way back in the good old days. By which I mean, way back in 2019. The pleasant, exciting travel experiences I remember belong to the fairy tale books. Picture yourself reading to your grandchildren. Once upon a time, I flew. In fact, I've gradually begun to realise that I should be grateful to have been one of the lucky ones who got to experience those wonderful pre-COVID-19 years. Likewise, I consider myself fortunate to have been among the pre-9-11 generation Remember actually wearing shoes through security. As an American airline expert told me, there is no going back to things pre pandemic. Passengers can see how things are being cleaned and sanitized differently, which has resulted in higher expectations. These procedures will have to be the rule post pandemic. Several airline executives I talked to spoke of long term industry wide disruption. Numerous operators, including Lufthansa, don't expect to be back to full operation before the year 2030. In official statements, Emirates is somewhat more optimistic, but even they aren't planning for their entire fleet to be in the air for four more years. These moves all make sense, given that nearly all of the 50 business people I spoke with for this book expected to halve their travel activities in 2021 compared with pre-Covid, simply because businesses have learned how to survive using virtual calls rather than flying people across the globe. The airlines aren't the only businesses being squeezed. Prior to Covid-19, Airbus had already ceased production of the A380, the world's largest passenger plane. What no one could predict, as the last A380 was trucked through the small French villages, was that that plane would remain undecorated and parked, perhaps never to host a single passenger. Meantime, Lufthansa's entire fleet of A380s sits in the Spanish desert, minimising wear and tear. Several industry experts predict that the world will never see the A380 operational again. Despite all this doom and gloom, there's good news on the horizon. First. In my opinion, the onslaught of Covid-19 has given entire industries a well-deserved, very serious wake-up call. Hotels, restaurants and public toilets are realising what grandmother's cleaning really meant. Airline passengers have experienced commercial flight without being squeezed into the middle seat. I wonder if they'll return meekly to the pre-Covid-19 status quo. And we've also experienced standing in queues without that sardines-in-a-tin-can sensation. Years ago, certain governments took steps to regulate standards. Denmark, Sweden and France require restaurants and bars to display their sanitary status via a graphic system featuring happy faces and sad faces. France goes one step further, introducing apps that announce establishment's cleanliness status. Soon we'll probably see similar notifications in hotels and airports. We've learned to check that the seal on a bottle of water or pharma product isn't broken. Metaphorically speaking, we're likely to learn to do the same before checking into a hotel room or boarding a plane. Third-party quality assurance programmes, like Intertech-Protech, will inspect and verify the safety of hotel rooms, restaurants, aircraft and airports and they will seal these with a digital QR code quality stamp for passengers to scan before taking their airline seat or lifting the duvet on the hotel bed. Over the past several months, Intertech CEO André Lacroix told me, we've rolled out a universal safety system across thousands of hotels, allowing guests to instantly determine the sanitary status of the hotel room or the restaurant they're about to enter. All information is obtained by independent health inspectors conducting random checks. I learned that we are likely to soon see a similar format applied across all major airports, with focus on highly contagious locations like ticketing, check-in, security and border control. Aircraft will be included too, Andre told me. We'll soon be quality stamping aircraft with a QR code for passengers to scan while boarding the plane. The data will update the passenger about the health status of the aircraft, laboratories and even the seat you're about to settle into for the next nine hours. However, airlines have the flexibility to introduce these measures even more quickly and efficiently than governments. Since the beginning of World War II, the airline industry has been well known for setting industry standards long before government authorities impose them. This is largely thanks to Airlines for America often called simply A4A, a highly powerful, yet largely unknown, lobby group of top airline executives. Just as they did after 9-11, A4A is now busy setting new standards for tomorrow's travel. You'll see near unanimity amongst airlines taking such steps. Amongst those measures, you're likely to see more transparency allowing guests and passengers to evaluate health and safety before boarding a plane or checking into a hotel room. However, until these measures become global industry standard practice, you'll see a flurry of initiatives, hotel by hotel, airport by airport, airline by airline, attempting to create a safer environment whilst helping to slow the spread of COVID-19. In airports and hotels, you'll walk between protective plastic screens. In lounges and restaurants, you'll see a plastic wrap Fata Morgana. From menu cards to sauces, salads, biscuits, sandwiches, and everything else encased and sealed. Hand sanitizer will be waiting for you everywhere you turn. Consider Delta, which recently banned assignment of any middle seat. Many airlines are likely to adopt this move on a temporary basis, despite dire warnings from the International Air Transport Association that such a move is likely to ruin the entire industry. Even though the Transportation Security Administration, TSA, is doubtful about the effectiveness of passenger temperature checks at airports, Frontier Airlines, Air France and Air Canada have introduced temperature checks at the gates. Most US and European airlines now also require mandatory mask-wearing on board the airplane. Air Canada, Qantas and United Airlines have pioneered programmes aiming to enhance passenger check-in procedures and optimise on-board aircraft cleaning practices. Some airlines have gone even further. In partnership with Centogene, the world's leader in genetic diagnostics for rare diseases, Lufthansa now offers COVID-19 tests. These tests are conducted by independent healthcare professionals. Negative results allow passengers travelling to Germany, Austria and other countries border access without the obligatory 14-day quarantine. The €59 fee even includes a small bonus. The four-hour waiting time allows you, at a safe distance of course, to share the uncomfortable swabbing procedure with your fellow passengers while waiting for a Willkommen nach Deutschland or a disappointing Auf All this to say that, for the time being, you'll probably have to navigate a patchwork quilt of often contradictory regulations, guidelines and rules. It doesn't sound encouraging, I know. But these are the realities of a severely disrupted hospitality and travel industry, desperately trying to keep on its feet in this rapidly changing world. As the issue is with any disruption, they tend to take us out of our comfort zone, requiring us to define and settle on a new reality. No industry in recent memory has witnessed a disruption of this magnitude. As travellers, you and I are likely to find ourselves dealing with the halo effect of all this, over many years to come. As Robert Scoble once wrote, change is inevitable, and the disruption it causes often brings both inconvenience and opportunity. As frustrating as all this may seem, I hope this book has armed you with tools to successfully deal with these inconveniences. Once we get through the inconvenient part, we'll be freed to focus on the many new opportunities that are likely to follow. Sometimes, our lives have to be completely shaken up, changed, and rearranged in order to relocate us to the place we're meant to be. Thank you for listening to Travel, Truth, and Lies Unmasked. This podcast has been brought to you by Intertech ProTech. World leaders in health... Safety and well-being assurance. Discover more at ProTech.com